sad that gold wasn't on mic. Welcome, everybody, to We View Yasha. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're here to talk about episode 68. Shippo gets a challenge of anger for, from a sky demon. Another Shippo episode. This one was fine. What? I, um, you weren't annoyed? Um, Maybe initially. Oh, my Shippo thresholds reached its peak. <laughs> they made him seem more cowardly than he usually is. More? Yeah, I'd say more. I mean, he hides a lot, but he also protected his girlfriend that one time. Yeah, but the lizard was like... but this time he has to be pushed towards it constantly eh. nah it didn't bother me too much because then the situation they're in is also being orchestrated by a little child so it ended up brilliant little child it was also annoying ended up being part of the plan i'll say something else annoyed me about it too um moroku and sango are taken out pretty easily if naraku had done this and just put spikes at the bottom of the pit no more Moroku and Sango. Yeah. But I liked that the plan against Inuyasha and Kagome didn't end up working. Yeah. And that there, it wasn't all horrible, but I was... When the little bumper came on, I'm like, oh, I am only halfway through this episode. <laughs> I had the opposite reaction. I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. No, that was the next episode where it seemed like nothing had happened. And then there's the bumper. I'm like, oh. What? <laughs> I guess we'll talk about that. And the following episode, Terror of the Ancient No-Face. <laughs> uh, it seemed highly referential in the beginning. Shippo uh, narrating his life to such a specific degree that I thought the show was doing like a samurai warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Or baby cart to hell, uh, shogun assassin, something or other. I like the freeze frame. How, you know, he's just talking and walking, and then he just like, stops. And I was like, yeah, that made me laugh. But it's how he imagines his own life as a as a Superman. Yes. Delusions of, of grandeur. Until he gets a challenge to a duel from the Thunder Brothers tribe. Remember them? Yes. This obvious. This was not in the manga. I'm sure. I didn't see. This has got to be a filler. Usually they say if it's not in the manga, and they didn't say it on inuyasha.wikia.com. Mm. But, I mean, it seems like it, though, right? Because remember, the Thunder Brothers had a family picture. Maybe she's a cousin. But she looked exactly like Hiten. She's, and uh, she had a little bald, or a very shiny spot on her forehead, so she might lose her hair. <laughs> Maybe she's illegitimate. Maybe she's like the... She was saying her older brothers. Oh. I guess they're brothers. Oh, I guess we're blowing the surprise already. Oh my god. It's not a surprise at all. <laughs> it submits <laughs> it like a surprise. That's my second note is uh, wow, that reveal came way too fast. Mm-hmm. You should have... I think they should have made the identity like a secret longer. That would have been a direction to go. I was thinking that, wow, we have totally different ideas about this episode, but mine was like, it should have only been from her perspective the whole time that her ideas of what she's up against is a little wrong, that they're not these all-powerful meanies, that they're just a bunch of bumbling friends and (laughs) would just be friends with her. (laughs) She was like, hey, what's up? But eh, we get both. It's fine, I guess. I think we're on uh, different sides of the coin on this episode. That's fine. Uh, uh, 
But you are right if they're going that direction. It's not a big revelation to be like, look. Well, even when they had um, her face in shadow, you could still tell it was yeah. a little kid. It's a child. You're like, oh, yeah. You're not really scared of Shippo's challenge anymore. Mm. I'll tell you're you like, that. Oh, it's just another little kid. <sighs> Who I thought was a girl from the very beginning, too. Yeah. So that revelation was also like. I guess we'll talk about why he stops fighting at the end. I didn't get that at all. Chivalry? Didn't I? Feels bad fighting a girl. I what? He's <laughs> fought girls before, hasn't he? I was gonna say if those weren't her older brothers, that she could have been a child of that weird hottie that uh, hit him. Oh, punched the through snake the face. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> She's like in a crib in the other room. Like, where's mommy? I make myself sad. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> I got mad and punched her mom. You're going to the dark place. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> Hear that, Dustin? That's how you do it. Yeah, she's the sole survivor of the Thunder Demon tribe, the Raiju, which sounds scarier than it is. And uh, all of the friends read Shippo's letter. Oh, that like, was funny. They're all just looking over his shoulder. Yeah, the um, the theme of this episode is that Shippo refuses to ask for help, which seems... Okay. I'm starting to understand the logic behind it a little bit. He thinks he's braver than he is, and that kind of goes in line with the um, the girlfriend episode. Yeah. I feel like that is... That was because he had a girl he was trying to protect. This is mm. just someone calling him out. Yeah, he could easily just not go. But I, uh, I don't know what got into Shippo. He's all of a sudden thinks he's a wandering samurai warrior or something. Because we hate Sango when she tries to do stuff on her own. Like, ask for your friend's help. It's okay. It's not yeah. something you have to do yourself. But uh, he has to be pushed towards this angry challenge. <laughs> I did think it was adorable that both Sango and Miroku were like, well, you need some help? We'll do it for cheap. She wants money out of him, and he wants introduction to a sexy yeah. woman. Because at first when I said, you know, we'll do it for cheap, I was like, oh, that they've said that wrong. That was Miroku's line. But then he was like, hey, I'll do it just for an introduction. I'm like, oh, Sango said that. Greed, Sango. Maybe that's your sin. <laughs> no, it's per- pride. Pride. Pride, yeah. Well, now Shippo's sin is pride. Mm-hmm. And not sloth. Do we have him as sloth? I don't know. He's still kind of slothy. Did you see how slow he was walking? <laughs> yes. He was moving in place at a certain point. <laughs> and he's startled to death by uh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha's just like, boop. So Soten and her dragon familiar Koru? No. Koryu. Koryu develop some stratagems to defeat these monsters that they're going to fight. Baby dragon was super cute. Yeah. You admit reluctantly. And seems to be the real brains behind the operation. Maybe not the brains, but the dragon definitely did everything. He got all the intel, I think. Like, I could see her saying, okay, we're going to use, the, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this. And then she's like, now go do all that. Yeah. I drew him. Uh, drew these pictures. Not nearly as good as Shippo. She didn't have crayons. Oh, yeah. She gets really good later at the very mm-hmm. end. 
<laughs> Someone's got a crush now. Anyway. <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh, uh, Koryu? Koryu. Suggests living in peace. And Soten pouts and says no. And Shippo walks slowly to the duel, as slow as possible. He double checks the letter to make sure that it's his <laughs> name and not Inuyasha's name. And Inuyasha gets fed up and pushes him forward with a stick. Oh no, his uh, sheath. Yes. <laughs> so what's the first part of this plan that they've hatched? Separate Shippo. With a boulder. Yes. I did not think this was going to work. <laughs> Lucky for them, Shippo panicked and didn't get out of the way and turned into a pink ball. And got captured in a net. <laughs> Their plan could not have worked better. Mm -hmm. And the, the gang is just like, ah, we're powerless. <laughs> I don't know, hop on Kilala and get after it. Oh, that's what I forgot to look up. Silvervine. Yeah. Oh. But the dub does say catnip. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Cool. But I read it as silver wine at first. It's like, Kilala literally got drunk. Yeah, that would make sense. But Soten also brings uh, Shippo into a locked cage, and uh, Shippo is like, you're just a child, look at this toy. And, Ooh, I want that. And Koryu goes to continue the mission. Koryu's like, you're both children. Ah. Mm -hmm. I'm out of here. I'm going to get a cat drunk. <laughs> so they take down Kilala. She's just napping on the silver vine. Super easily. <laughs> and also takes out... Uh, Moroku and Sango using a sexy woman and a pit trap. Yep. Naraku, you listening? I know. All of his super elaborate traps that never work, and all he had to do was dig a hole. See, he's too evil. That's his problem. He would never think of this sort of thing. He's like, I must draw the suffering from them. <laughs> My lord, you could just kill them. Why am I here? <laughs> Gonna say, wait a minute. <laughs> Jack and serving the wrong master. I don't. Uh, I guess I have a Kana impression. She could have corrected him. Oh well. Forget it. Stupid Kana. Uh, but oh yeah, let's talk about this real quick. Uh, Soten and uh, Koryu looked up their English voice actors, actresses, mm -hmm. both of them. Uh, they do a lot of My Little Pony voice work. Aww. And they seem to do a couple of main characters, but I think they just mix and match with, like, the ancillary characters as well, if there are any minor ponies, because the list was really long of <laughs> all the pony ponies. characters. Uh, Koryu, uh, she did uh, a voice on X-Men Evolution. <laughs> uh, Danielle Moonstar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Soten did She's not. in one episode. But she does a bunch of Inuyasha voices. She does the voice of Soten. Uh, Jippo <laughs> and uh, I don't know who that is I can't remember either but I'm wondering if that's from the heart scar oh it might be Jippo <laughs> and Jippo uh, I'll keep some jokes in the back pocket for that episode and Ari which is one of oh her friends yeah the one with the short hair and the headband I think so she's a hard worker, this Soten voice actress. Uh-oh. Still going? Yep. Hey, okay, well, then we'll move on. <laughs> uh, so, 
Soten doesn't want to duel Shippo. She just wants to kill him slowly in a cage. Using her brains. Mm. And they argue about each other's weaknesses. Yes. It says, you're the coward. Argue like children. Hmm. Yeah. Children caused the plot of this whole episode. <laughs> and their plan to take down Inuyasha is to use Kagome's sit word. <laughs> yeah. Little did they know. They did not do enough research. Yeah, this is where they their uh, intel failed. Yeah, I guess they figured a puppet look-alike would still work. It's just <laughs> as good. But Kagome gets mad that the puppet doesn't look like her, even <laughs> though somebody says it's identical. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure whether it was uh, Koryu or Inuyasha. <laughs> I think it was said Koryu. It. <laughs> what are you talking about? So it's cutting back and, tor uh, back and forth between these two. Um, Shippo taunts Soten with some crayons and tricks her into dueling. So why don't we just... Oh, they were having, they were drawing pictures like crazy. Yes. And she's like, yours are, you, I don't have those cool things that you have. Like, why are yours in color? And then he draws that rainbow and he's like, ooh, look. Or we could just duel and then the winner gets the crayons. And he thinks he's so smart for thinking it up. Oh, uh, Inuyasha hits Koru twice. Mm -hmm. And Kegome stops the third oh, time. Oh, be nice to him. Even though Koryu really was like, come on, one more yeah. time. Stay one out of this, Kegome. And then when he gets hit a third time, <laughs> he transforms into a lightning cloud that Inuyasha Aww. cannot slice. It's made of water vapor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He needs the water scar technique in order to mm -hmm. get rid of that. Uh, Kagome Although gets really with the wind scar, couldn't he have just like blown him away? A wind tunnel would have <laughs> really come in handy for this too. <laughs> but then a bee would have shown up and said, ah, I can't use it. I can't use it. Yeah, I'm tired. Can't too use it. bad Sango and Maroku don't have anything to help them climb out of a hole. Finally found their Achilles heel. Just a, oh, a hole. <laughs> a hole. Oh, boy. <laughs> a hole dug by a baby dragon. <laughs> this episode's fine. Leave it alone. <laughs> Kagome got Inuyasha's cloak real fast. And he just put it over her. So good on him. Uh, chivalrous. So Ten and Shippo are in the middle of a duel. Yep. Evenly matched. Similar uh, toys. Foxfire and uh, lightning attack are evenly matched. The cloud unleashes a storm of arrows. Kagome trips really hard, like breaks her ankle essentially, <laughs> and loses the cloak. And Inuyasha dives in front of an arrow to save her. Uh, <laughs> turns out the arrows are harmless. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what he called them. I didn't recognize the word. But then they were just catching arrows. They're like, yeah, here, book yourself. It doesn't hurt. And she's like, oh, this would be great for when my shoulders hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Inuyasha hits him three times again, transforms back to a dragon, says, take me to this Soten warrior. <laughs> Shippo throws his ball toys. His tops. Uh, oh. I don't know why I put ball toys. But yeah, he uses his 
smashing top. Which Soten has similar. A falling Daruma. It's like a hollow doll is what I looked up. And then he tried uh, screaming mushrooms. Against laughing acorns. I don't know which would be more irritating. Probably the screaming mushrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> and so Inuyasha and Kagome arrive. They think Soten is super cute. Oh, gosh. And once the big revelation that she's a girl, even cuter. You know, they had a brief flashback of uh, the Thunder Brothers just to set everything up in this mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. And they showed quick flashes of how they died. Mm -hmm. I was like, that doesn't look familiar to me. So I actually took out the disc after I finished the episode and put that one in and uh -huh. watched it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they did die like that. Yeah. And I forgot how f brutal that fight is. Like, they almost <laughs> die. <laughs> Yeah, Heaton ends up eating Montan and gets all glowy. Yep. And uh, Montan punches Shippo in the head a bunch of times. And almost kills Kagome. Tries to boil her and eat her. And rub her. Oh, yeah, no, not eat her. Rub her on his scalp. Yeah, a worse fate. <laughs> She's like, can't you just eat me? God. <laughs> but I was also like, oh, Soten looks exactly like uh, Heaton. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Uh, but okay, so we find out she's a girl. Shippo's like, I've been fighting a girl this whole time, and then just decides to leave and not fight anymore. And here you can have the crayons and tells her, don't think about revenge. Uh, children should be good. Yeah. Seemed like such a reference, but I couldn't find the quote. I thought maybe it was from, um, oh, Lone Wolf and Cub. That's what I thought it was. For the samurai goes on a revenge quest with his little child. Mm. Lone wolf. Lone wolf and cub. And the samurai's cub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gang reunites over Shippo's lofty narration again. Soten draws herself a sexy Shippo. I ship them more than I ship that other girl. So that other girl didn't seem very into Shippo. No. I don't think she was. I think it was one-sided. But this one's like, yeah. Give me crayons, boy. Mmm. The shippa doesn't seem that into her. Well, he'll learn, it's I guess. It's kind of just like, I'm cool. <laughs> don't try to change me, baby. That's what he says. And then Inuyasha hits him on the head for putting on an act. And Kagome sits him. And everything's back to normal. It reminded me, like, almost of Deadpool in the first one where he's fighting those two girls in, like, that montage. He's like, is it sexist to hit you? Is it sexist not to hit you? This is such a gray area. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, is Shippo being sexist because he's not going to fight a girl, or is he being chivalrous because he's not going to fight a girl? Yeah, I don't know what the, what the thing <laughs> is. Maybe it's, it's honor. It's not very honorable to fight a woman but our gang fights women all the time that is true demons even yeah like this one this one's a demon she's still a demon she's just adorable <laughs> oh yeah maybe it's just not in his nature uh, i don't know but either way it like won her over ladies like the cold shoulder worked on kagura true i think she also liked the gift though that's true ladies like a gift ladies like presents Good gift. Those crayons are going to run out one day. Uh, yep. Like one of them's already halfway down. I'm like, hope you don't like blue. <laughs> and then uh, 
he'll get another angry challenge, a.k.a. Uh, let me... Uh, no, they're young. <laughs> I can't do that. Anyway. <laughs> Pick up and hope crayons are cheap. You have to replace Shippo's crayons. Yeah. She'll be fine with it. Her mom will buy her some. She buys all her the food. Her mom spoils her. It really does. Soda should probably be like a little more jealous. Yeah, he just seems fine. He's like, oh, you're going to the store to buy snacks for Kagome? Yeah, I'll go and help you. It's like, I'd be like, um, I'm going to go to make sure you buy snacks for me, too. Yeah, hey, I got a B <laughs> on my test. What yeah. am I? Just a piece of garbage to you? <laughs> okay, well, that's this episode. Uh, not the worst. Not the best. I'm going to say I liked it more before talking about it with you. I was seeing the cracks as I was saying them. I'm not a fan of Shippo, and this is one of the reasons why. I don't know if it'll make bottom three. I'd have to think about it. Makes mine at the moment. The, um, there are jokes in the next episode. I don't find them as well executed as the one in this one. So far, the funniest episode of this season, I think, is... Uh, the uh, red and white priestesses. Oh, moment. I was going to say uh, farewell days of my youth. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to kill Actually, myself. Actually, that one is worse than this one. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't reluctantly admit that. How dare you? <laughs> what, what do you think Shippo's ship performance is? Oh, I'll have to think about that. Jesus Christ. Because. He did some things right. Also, a chicken. Yeah, that's gonna bring it and down. And prideful. Yeah, nobody likes a boaster. Mm. And he was mean to a girl. Accident. Oh, well, I guess it's mean to deny her a duel as well. I'm telling you, is it sexist to hit you? Is it sexist not to hit you? <laughs> you just gotta gotta cop out and uh, bring a female character in and have them fight. And <laughs> just wash your hands of the whole situation. <laughs> like in uh, Infinity War, when those three women fight. Oh, yeah. She's not alone. It's like three on one. Yeah. It's really unfair. Proxima Midnight's kind of a badass. Until she gets run over by a giant wheel. <laughs> uh, blood's blue blood goose sprayed everywhere. <laughs> See, that's sexist to give her a gruesome death and <laughs> not give, uh, well, I guess, uh, was it, uh, Indigo, uh, no, what the, f oh, fuck is his name? The uh, Hobgoblin? The, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> oh, uh, Ebony Ma? Ebony Ma. He got frozen in outer space. Yeah, they're like, whoa, we made this guy way too powerful, we need to find some way to quickly get him out of here because these guys don't have a chance of beating him yeah the others we just did oh that the orc got his hand cut off earlier i guess that's gruesome and he got shot up by a missile <laughs> and we're missing a fourth one the little hobgoblin hob looking guy oh her boyfriend he was in where, where uh, sure he was trying to get vision yep Vision killed him. Right, that's right. Because some guys came to save Vision, and so while they were fighting the little goblin guy, Vision was like, Bleh. stabbed you in the back, haha. -ha. Got you back. 
Anyway, we'll save that for our other podcast, uh, uh, F- the Feige Town, Feige Town Blues. <laughs> I don't really know. The real Feige Town. Lindsay, use some of your new Japanese to close up this episode. <laughs> <laughs>